Hey, Jim here. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Glad you're joining me for this short episode. I've got a great free resource for you today. You're going to enjoy listening to. I really believe uh, the vast majority of our listeners will dive in and get some great benefit from this. But I'm going to keep this episode very short and just tell you the basics of a concept that if it interests you, like I said, I've got about an hour's worth of audio content for you today. Dive a little deeper. If it doesn't interest you, hey, that's all right. We've got a bunch more episodes, including several new great episodes that are coming your way. Things we have planned for 2020. I can say with full confidence, 2020 will be the greatest year by far for this community because, man, we're finally connecting the dots on how to include and incorporate this community, that's you, into the massive success that we're seeing on our team as it continues to grow. We've never seen more success stories in our community, more people jumping in, starting exciting businesses, and that's all great, but we've kind of been doing that for a while. But what's new, what's very exciting is we're finding great creative ways to include you in that success. And so we'll have more about that for you very soon. So keep listening for new episodes. But today's episode, I'm talking about a subject that when I first use the word, it might sound boring to you, but when you realize the power of this word, you should get pretty excited. It's bundling. And we've talked about it before. Maybe you're familiar with it. Maybe you feel like you know all there is to know about bundling products on Amazon And if that's the case, well, you can skip this episode. There's probably not a whole lot for you today. But if you'd like to dive into two of the most creative people that I know, dive into the mind of those two people on the topic of bundling and learn how to, and here's where it's exciting. Here's what you'll learn how to do, how to get things listed on Amazon that no one else can sell. I mean, isn't that one of the golden pillars of success on Amazon is to have an item that's selling at a great margin and no one else can sell that same item? That's what bundling allows you to do. Now, let me hit just a couple of the bare basics, and then I'm going to tell you how you can go grab a completely free hour-long recording from our most recent big live event where we all gathered in central Illinois just a couple months ago. Hundreds and hundreds of people from this community gathered, and we had 30 sessions. One of those breakout training sessions was on the topic of bundling, and, and we thought, hey, let's just go ahead and give folks free access to that session. But first, I want to qualify and make sure that it's a good use of your time. So let me tell you the basics of creating bundles and creating kits on Amazon here for just a couple minutes. And if that intrigues you or is of interest to you, you'll definitely want to jump over and take advantage of the link that I'll give you at the end of this show where you can go listen. No obligation. You're not buying anything. There's no sales pitch at the end. It's just an hour of great creative content on how to create bundles, how to avoid the pitfalls, what to look out for, where the opportunity is, what's allowed, what isn't allowed, that sort of thing. You'll really enjoy it. But what's a bundle? Well, a bundle is simply grouping together a handful of items that kind of go together logically to save the customer time and create convenience and to create extra margin for you. The example you hear in the training that I'm going to send you to here shortly is a yoga mat, a water bottle, and a booklet about how to do yoga. A great little bundle gift package, right? You get it. That makes sense. Well, The thing that separates a bundle from a kit on Amazon, they have bundles and they have kits. Well, a bundle, everything in the bundle is barcoded and the bundle itself, as you wrap those items together, three, four, five, eight, 10 items, everything's barcoded. And then there's another barcode needed that goes on the outside of the entire package. And so you need one more barcode than you have items in the bundle. Hopefully that makes sense to you. That's a bundle by Amazon's definition. 
And a kit, on the other hand, is when you have a, a grouping of similar items that go together, but each item isn't barcoded. The example we use in the video is a first aid kit. You're not going to put a barcode on every Band-Aid in the first aid kit and the pair of tweezers and the, the medical tape. You know, There's no barcodes on those items, but they all go in the kit together. So you can create bundles, you can create kits. And again, the goal is creating a unique listing on Amazon that other people have a very difficult time competing with. So if it takes off and starts selling really well and other sellers notice it, they're going to have a hard time assembling the exact same items. Now, if they do assemble the exact same items, they're allowed to sell on that listing. But if you make it tricky enough for other sellers to jump in, then you've got something. You got something to go really big and no one can stop you. One of the ways to do that, of course, you've heard us talk about these ideas on the show before. One of the ways would be to create a booklet, right? A booklet of some kind, a pamphlet of some kind, instructions that are trademarked or that maybe lists you as the author and you've got a copyright symbol. Any unique creative content you create, by the way, is automatically covered under U.S. copyright law. I don't know if you knew that or not, but if you can prove you're the original creator, you can put the word copyright right on it. It's covered. That'll scare off a lot of people from copying it. It doesn't mean it's trademarked, but you can copyright it. It's covered. If it were to go to court and you guys all lawyered up, everybody got in there, you'd be covered under U.S. copyright law because you were the original creator. So you can put copyright and the date on there. But there's numerous ways besides that to create a very unique bundle that no one can compete with and kits as well. So if you want to dive in and hear about an hour's worth of conversation and interaction between dozens of members of our community and the two most creative people we have on our team in regards to bundle, of course, I'm talking about Jenny and Lisa, and maybe I'll tell you a little bit about those two here real quick uh, so you know what you're getting yourself into if you jump in to this audio. But Jenny and Lisa have been on our team, both of them, for quite some time now. They have created our bundle course, which sells at provenbundlingcourse.com. Uh, but you don't want to grab the course from there because it's also included in the Proven Amazon course. That's the best way to get our all of our modules is to jump into the Proven Amazon course and experience all our bundles. But like I said, it is sold separately if you just want to grab that, provenbundlingcourse.com. But Completely free, no obligation, just a link you got to click. You can go listen to the audio. That would be silentgym.com slash bundles with an S on the end. Silentgym.com slash bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. If you go to that link, you're going to see an audio that you can grab and spend an hour with Jenny and Lisa talking through what it is to create bundles and kits on Amazon. So let me tell you, I'm sorry, I was going to tell you a little bit about uh, Lisa and Jenny. So Lisa does our Lisa Live program right now. It's every Tuesday. It has been, I think we've probably been over, well over a year now. Yeah, year and a half, two years. Lisa Live every Tuesday afternoon or evening, depending on where you are in the world. It's Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern and it's 7 uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, excuse me, 4 p.m. Pacific time in the United States. Once a week, as long as uh, her schedule allows it, she goes live and just talks about events, current events and announcements and does a training inside of our Facebook group. So we'll put a link in the show notes at silentgym.com today. 
And you can jump over and join our Facebook group if you're not a member yet and be a part of those live training slash hangouts once a week. And that's, of course, Lisa Morrison Larson. She does a great job of those. And Jenny Hunt and I have been working together for a very long time. She's got so many great projects going on. She has created a lot of the content for us inside of the Proven Amazon course. She does monthly trainings for the Proven Amazon course students, along with some of the other folks on our team. Just a real asset to this community, understands bundling, has created numerous creative bundles and kind of has become our go-to bundling and kit creating expert on our team between her and Lisa. It's two of the best people you could possibly hang out with if you're looking to create unique listings on Amazon using creative bundle and kit building strategies. So I'm going to send you to silentgym.com bundles if you want to continue this conversation about bundling. If you want the course that Jenny and Lisa created, you will want to jump over to provenbundlingcourse.com or better yet, keep in mind our most recent bundling course, the same one that's sold at that website at provenbundlingcourse.com. That exact course, the full content is included inside of the Proven Amazon course where we stuff all of our great content. And speaking of stuffing great content into the Proven Amazon course, you can also find all of our past live events inside that course. I don't know if you knew that or not, but we've done multiple live events. All of them, except our most recent one, are inside that course. Our most recent one is still being sold separately at theprovenconference.com. So you can go to theprovenconference.com and snag those videos if you'd like, or know that eventually those videos will be added to the Proven Amazon course at no charge to you at all. So, hey, I think that's a good place to wrap this up. We talked a little bit about bundling. I gave you a little bit of the basics, just enough to help you hopefully know if you're interested in this topic or not. And if you are, you've got an hour free audio. You can go check out silentgym.com slash bundles. Now, one of the things I'm going to do for you as I send you over to this audio, those who are interested, is I've jumped ahead a little bit into this training session, kind of skipped out the fluff, if you will. There's some chit chat at the beginning. They passed out some chocolates and had a little fun. Well, we're going to jump right into where they start talking about bundling. I, I cut that out for you. Now, you'll still hear quite a bit of interaction between Lisa and Jenny and the crowd. It'll give you a little feel what it's like to be at one of our live events, I suppose. Um, but we did do you the favor of jumping straight ahead. So we're going to jump right into where Lisa's talking about bundling and introducing the topic a little bit. And I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. All right. God bless you, business building warrior. I'm going to sign off that link you need, silentgym.com slash bundles. And hey, as always, please refer your friends to silentgym.com. Tell them to check out our podcast. Please leave us a review. We really love seeing those reviews popping in. I read every single one of them from around the world. It's so encouraging to see what you guys think of the show. Please contact us if there's something you'd like us to talk about or you have a guest in mind. Maybe you want to be a guest in your success story. We'd love to hear your feedback and input. All right, we'll have another episode for you real soon. We'll talk to you then. So the general bundling, do you want to just to say what a bundle is? Sure. In general? Yeah. Uh, a bundle consists of two or more different products that are related to each other that you combine into one single type of packaging, whether it's a box or a poly bag, and that you issue its own UPC code for it because it becomes its own unit. You sell that unit. That is your bundle. 
that's essentially what your bundle is. Awesome. I can't yep. read the whole. No, you're good. So the so I'm just going to go through these and we'll pull out some gems that we want to highlight, okay? And then we will answer questions at the end. But the first thing under the general bundle policy, it says um, it's saying that your primary product in the bundle, it can't be from the video games category or the book, music, video, or DVD, which is BMVD, which took me a long time to go, what in the world is B- BMVD? And I, anyway, that is books, music, video, DVD. Okay, that can, it can be in a bundle. A lot of people interpret that as, oh, I can't have a book in a bundle. You can. It cannot be the primary product. Right. Um, I was going to say, so if you've got um, a yoga book, a yoga mat, and a water bottle, um, that's not a bundle because, or it can't be a bundle because you put book first. Now you take it and you say yoga mat, right. yoga book yoga water bottle, you're fine. It's just a matter of semantics. We don't but ask why. We don't know why. <laughs> just It's just one of their rules. So uh, can you remember to not put those the books, music, video, or DVD as the first thing in your bundle? You're probably okay. And there are other ways we'll talk about so that you can get around that. You also can't bundle like a book and a DVD set. That would not be considered a bundle. You know what? Let's back up just a second because... What you might call a bundle, okay, is different than this is what Amazon calls a bundle. So we will talk about some other things. There's a line in here that was like made light bulbs go off like crazy for me um, when it starts talking about a kit. It's like, oh, and that's where I understood these are, this is what Amazon calls a bundle. So if you have a a unit, a a grouping of complementary products that you're putting together and it meets these guidelines, it is called a bundle. There are other things you can you can you can put together books and have a collection of books, but it would not be a bundle. Doesn't mean you can't sell it on Amazon. Do you understand? It just wouldn't be underneath these guidelines. Okay. So we're looking, remember, we're playing in Amazon's sandbox. So we got to play by Amazon's rules. And it would be wonderful if we could ask why. Um, but there's not many, you can't really ask why. We just understand, try to understand and implement because we are the one, we're kind of the guests, right, using their platform. Right. Um, so the second thing is, it says you, you can include the BMVD, the books, music, video, or DVD, and video games as secondary products in a bundle, okay? They need to be related and complementary. So you, I would say, like, Lisa had a great example, the yoga mat, what was it, mat? A mat, a book, and a water bottle. Right, but I wouldn't necessarily do it a yoga mat and a book about um, track or camping. <laughs> Even, yeah, nope. camping. Awesome. Or a cook- cookbook, cookbook, unless you could really relate those and kind of prove that they're related and complementary, um, that, that it wouldn't be considered a bundle. And right. it, that makes no sense. That one we can understand, right? The third one, the referral fee for the primary products category, which is the same category used to list the product, it applies to the entire... Bundle. You want to comment on that? That's my favorite part of bundling, other than the creative aspect. If you have three products that you're selling on Amazon, say we've got that yoga mat, we've got that yoga book, and we've got that water bottle, you're paying at Amazon and you're selling them separately. You're, you're paying a fee to Amazon every single time you sell something. So, what, $5 fee for the yoga mat to Amazon, $5 fee for the book to Amazon, maybe whatever the fee is for the water bottle to Amazon. Now, you take those things and you put them together. It's a unit. You're paying one fee to Amazon. It might 
be what, $7, $8? You are six, five, six, seven dollars ahead already just because you've saved on your fees. And then you can start adding your profits and we'll get into that. But um, saving on those fees for Amazon by only selling one unit together as opposed to individually is um, a huge benefit of bundling. Yes. And the category that you would list it under is the primary product. Right. Okay. But that is huge and it's easy to forget that. But this should be up at the front of the line of the, one of the benefits for bundling. It can turn a loser product where you aren't only going to make a dollar or two into a winner if you can put some of them together. Uh, those products where people race to the bottom and you've got inventory left over and you're not sure what to do with it. See if you can find a bundle aspect uh, for Absolutely. it and turn that loser right back into a winner and make some profit on it. Yeah. Okay, so the next three, we're just going to like skip out, not skip, I'll, <laughs> we're not going to read them. But it's basically saying that the products that you're selling, they have you have to adhere to the other guidelines on Amazon, okay? So if you are restricted to selling item, doesn't mean you can get away with, with selling it in a bundle. You still have to, you know, play by their other rules too. But these are just additional guidelines, <laughs> okay? So that's what those last three talk about. And if you don't, then, you know, they have to say that you can get... Um, either a slap on the wrist or um, have your uh, sales account suspended. Account. Yep, that's yeah. suspended. So um, it's, you know, Amazon, they have their rules. We need to know what they are. We're responsible to know what this is. This is available to us, and we're responsible to play by their, play by their rules. It's our choice to sell there. Um, so that's, it's good to know that. Okay, so the detailed bundle guidelines, this is where it gets fun for me. So the first thing there, it says bundles must consist of items that are highly complimentary, okay? Like we said, it can't be, let's do a camping book and a yoga mat, even if I want to talk about doing yoga while I'm camping. That's really not highly complimentary, okay? So if it's going to be a bundle, they have to relate to each other and enhance the use of the other items. Number two is the bundle consists of multiple single items that can each be identified by a unique ASIN slash UPC, and are sold together as a single offering. So Lisa defined what a bundle is, and that's kind of really what you said. Mm -hmm. And so the whole, each item individually will have a UPC code associated with it. That's a requirement we'll get to. But what you're doing when you're creating the bundle, you need an additional, it's almost like a private label, okay? You're creating a unique listing with your bundle. You need to have a UPC code um, and it has its own ASIN, but you need to have a UPC code for that bundle itself. So each item in the bundle will already have, likely, unless you're doing your own private label, they'll have a UPC code and then the whole bundle itself. So you've got three items. You need how many UPC codes? Four. Four. Each item in the, so each item inside your bundle has a UPC, and then you have one more for the whole um, whole bundle. Okay, right. so if you have a, let's try this again, if you have a bundle with five items in it, how many UPC codes will you have? Six. Right, you need to have six, okay? The easiest so, way, I'm sorry. Go no, go ahead. The easiest way I could remember that was, like, I used to make, uh, when I'd send a birthday presents, uh, my kids would go to a birthday party. If I put three or four things in the box to go to uh, the person's, you know, the birthday girl or whatever, um, I know that each of the individual items in there has a UPC code, that, you know, the ones, the gifts, contents, the our bundle components. And then there's one on the outside too. That's, you know, like the bow or the tape or the wrapping paper. It just, it was a little mnemonic that helps me uh, to remember that, that, uh, that that's how many UPC codes I need. Yeah. 
four, four bundle pieces. The fifth one is on the outside. So uh, if you can keep that in mind, it helps, it helps you to helps you to remember it. <laughs> right. That's awesome. So um, the next one, this is my favorite. So hers was, her favorite was the, um, you know, that you can save on fees, which is amazing. And my favorite is number two, they're under detailed bundle guidelines. It says, bun okay, listen carefully, okay? Bundles consist of multiple single items that can each be identified by a unique, that's the one I already did, I'm good. No, by a unique ACE and UPC and are sold together as a single offering. Okay, it's the next part of that one. Sorry. A prepackaged kit or a pack with multiple items that is identified by a single ACE and UPC is not considered a bundle. Let me repeat that. A prepackaged kit or pack with multiple items that is identified by a single ASIN or a UPC is not considered a bundle. When I read this, I was like, oh, it clicked because... I'm, I realized, you know what? I don't have to, just because I'm putting items together, it doesn't mean it's a bundle, okay? Especially if you're private labeling something, you can make it a kit. If it's a kit, you don't have to worry about these guidelines. So an example of that would be we um, talked, I think I brought this up in the KDP session on the first day. If you had a, a book, let's say on knot tying, how to do different knots, you could in my language, I would say bundle, but Amazon would say, no, that's not a bundle. So you could put that together with a rope or with a few different ropes, okay, and box it. That becomes a kit. Because the rope doesn't have its own UPC code. Because the rope doesn't have its own UPC code, okay? Every item inside your bundle has to have a UPC, whether if it's a private label, you have to put have a UPC code associated with it. But if it's like a rope and if it's something you're not going to have a UPC, if it, it's more generic, like a rope, it's not a bundle. You can turn, you can call that a kit. Another example would be like a um, first aid kit. Absolutely. Right? A first aid kit is a bunch of multiple little items. You can create your own first aid kit. That would not be considered a bundle according to Amazon. Okay. In my mind, I'm like, well, you're bundling together, so why don't we call it that? But we want to make sure we're going by their um, their guidelines, and this is how they define bundle on their platform. Okay, now that opens up doors to some more opportunity. If you just sit on that for a minute, I'm going to read that last part one more time and let your mind go just a little bit. I know you're tired. <laughs> this is the last session of the week, but um, this is, there's a lot of opportunity here if you start thinking outside the box. So don't be confined by these rules. Just know if I'm bundling, it has to follow these, but there's other opportunity. A prepackaged kit or pack with multiple items that is identified by a single ASIN or a UPC is not considered a bundle. Okay? That, yeah, so that basically gets you around that bundling, uh, the bundle rules in a, in a lot of ways. It just makes it easier. I think that's a, I think you did a great job describing that. If you have questions about it later, let us know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have a clock. Um, do you have a watch? Sorry. 319, okay. Um, all right, so the next one, it's saying a bundle may be listed in a single category only, even if the products are from multiple categories. We kind of talked about that, that it has to go into the primary products category, right? Um, so that that's just identifying that one further. Um, next page, I want to skim over some of these because there's a few we want to sit on and um, camp out at. 
So the next one on page two at the top, the bundle must have its own standard product identifier or manufacturer part number. Um, the identifier of any individual product in the bundle may not serve as the identifier for the bundle. We kind of already talked about that. Right. They're just covering their bases, right? It's kind of a little, sounds a little bit legalese. Using a UPC from any single product in the bundle to, to identify your entire bundle can lead to the removal of that listing. So let's ask again, if you have four items in your bundle, how many UPCs do you need? Awesome, you guys are amazing. You get some chocolate. <laughs> Here we go. Ooh, lights. That would have been bad. Right in the middle. <laughs> winner, winner. I love it. You're doing great. Oh, 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 oh. Let's see if you continue to pay attention because I know it is the last session of the day and the week. And it's just, um, anyway, I, well, you'll get it. And if I don't get to, you can come up and get some. Okay. Um, so what are we on? Number two on page two there? Did I do that one? No. Okay. Again, this feels redundant, but do not, do not, do not include generic products in a bundle. Can we define generic? I was just going to say, let's make sure we define generic. Generic means it has no UPC code. Just because it's an off-brand, you know, you're finding on the bottom shelf at the Walmart, um, that's not generic. That's a branded product. Generic items have no UPC code. Something you might order in bulk, like from Alibaba from China. You know, I have Charlie the fish that some of you have seen. He's a cat toy has no UPC code, he would be generic. <laughs> okay, because when I think of generic, that's not what I'm thinking. Mm -mm. Remember, we're going by Amazon's definitions, and that's really important. Okay, so generic means what? You guys are on top of it? Awesome. I'm okay. impressed considering it's how late it is in the afternoon. Well done, guys. <laughs> okay, and the reason they even say it may mislead customers into thinking things they don't want them to think. Okay, number three. A bundle can be composed of different branded items. However, the bundle itself should be branded according to the highest priced item in the bundle. So you have your primary product. That should also be the highest the, the, price. And the category is the highest yes. priced one, right. Okay, if an item is a, a multi-pack, such as six pairs of socks, listed as a single product and not as a bundle, then it refers you to the multi-pack guidelines, okay? Because it's not a bundle you're going to be doing it. Now, did you notice there's no kit guidelines anywhere? Okay? That's not, right. Woo. Big time woo. As of today, <laughs> let's put that disclaimer in. As of today, there are no guidelines that we have discovered on Amazon site for Kits. a kit. Okay? If it's a multi-pack, you need to go follow those guidelines. It's not a bundle. Um, if an item is a variation of a parent product listed as a variation within the parent product's family, do you want to just explain what that is in case there's some people who might not know what Sure. That okay. So imagine I'm selling this cup, and I have it in red, green, blue, and this pink color. Um, I would have the parent listing would be the cup itself. It doesn't really necessarily have to have a color associated with it. The child uh, listings are the listing for the pink cup, the listing for the green cup, the listing for the blue cup, et cetera. And they um, all come up, if I type in, you know, pink or coffee cup with lid, and it, well, the listing comes up, and, you know, you have the color varieties or the size varieties, that sort of thing. 
those are the child varieties. Believe it or not, you don't ever see the parent variety on the Amazon catalog. We'll see it on our pages, but customers don't ever see the parent. They only see the child listings. So, And there is a link that says if you're going to do a parent-child, a variation to go to that link to learn how. That's not covered with the bundling, okay? So don't think that um, a different color is, it's, it's a variation. It's not, doesn't really have anything to do with bundling. Right. Okay, the next one, this is really cool, okay? If you match your bundle to an existing bundle listing, the products in your bundle must be exactly the same as the products in the existing bundle in every respect, okay? So if your bundle is different in any way, then what happens? Okay, you get to create a new listing. That is amazing news for you. Do you know why? Less competition. Yes. That's right. Yes. So um, that, that's kind of why we bundle, right? <laughs> it's part of why. That's one of the huge benefits is that people have to have the exact. And if you put a book that you've created, they have to buy that book at full price. If you have a private label that you have, that you've created, and let's say they have the same product under their brand. Maybe you're doing like a pet bundle, okay, and you have a dog brush and somebody else is creating a pet bundle and they have a dog brush that looks the same, but it's a different brand. That is still not identical in every respect, okay? They have to have your brand in there. It has to be the same across the board. For So the chances of Having other people jump on your listing, it does, it can happen. It can happen. Not but it's not often. likely because it's a lot of work for, um, for sellers, and most people walk away from that. So that's a win for you as someone who's bundling. All right, and then the last one there, once you create a bundle, you may not modify the components of that bundle. That's bumble, bumble. That's, um, that's a little bit of a bummer. I know, that's unfortunate. If you had a really great selling bundle and you've got some you know, great feedback and reviews on it, and then suddenly you can no longer get that yellow widget, the bundle's dead. Uh, you have to create a new listing for something else. Did you have a question? Um, version two, it wouldn't be a variation. You still have to have it, it would still have to have its new Listing. It would be a new and you listing. You wouldn't be able to transfer over the feedback and the ratings and such. Right. So you'd have to rebuild momentum yeah. with it. So um, it, it's a bummer. It happens. Just be aware that that's going to be the case. Don't let, I wouldn't let that stop me. If I only had a limited supply and it was profitable, I still, <laughs> okay. I'd still do I it. just know that if I'm going to do, if I have to switch to the pink socks that are going to be in there from the purple socks, I have to create a new, a new bundle or a new listing. Yeah. All right, so now we're at bundle warranties and returns. If you list a product bundle, you must accept the entire bundle as a return and refund it as a single unit, just the way it is. Amazon's rules, a bundle cannot contain any separate warranty products or extended service plans. Okay, that's pretty... um, Self-explanatory. Yeah. Okay, now this is the fun part. We get a lot of questions about titles, okay? Um, so bundle title length should align to the title length rules in Amazon's listing policy. You need to adhere to all the policies. This policy allows listings with a title length of 200 maximum characters, right, including spaces. Right. And this is what gets people. And this is where that kit one kind of comes in handy, too. Number two, include the word bundle and the number of items in the bundle in the product title. For example, bundle 
hyphen, three items, colon, tote bag, comma, knit scarf and gloves, dash, blue. That's an example of that. Now you can go, you can't, you know what's a bummer is you can't search bundle on Amazon and get all of the listings that come up. And just so you guys know, that's a very, I mean, they're trying to be very clear here. That is not an attractive title. There are better ways that you can include that information that make it more interesting and attractive to buyers. So how would you rework that title? I would probably say something along the lines of blue cashmere knit scarf set um, uh, or scarf bundle includes tote bag, knit scarf, and gloves, uh, or, or, or ladies' gloves. I would put who it's for as well. Just something a little more elegant and a little more engaging. Right, and we know that um, your uh, the, the best real estate in your listing is those first five or six words in your title. So having it say bundle three items, that's a waste of space. Right, you need to include that information. It just that does, just because they use that as the example, their rule is include the word bundle and the number of items in the bundle in the product title. It doesn't say it has to be the first words. Okay, so you know that your first words ought to be more keyword um, relevant. Have keywords that are in there that you will benefit you, right? And help people help your listing come up when people are searching. Because people aren't, even if people were searching for bundle, that doesn't come up in the results. Okay, if the bundle includes only a few items, who knows what a few is? Okay, list them in the title. Okay, I don't know. What is a few? I don't know. More than two, less than a (laughs) hundred. Right? (laughs) Okay. Um, don't you love it when they're a little gray on their rules? That can be a good thing and it can be a difficult thing. But, you know, if there's just a few <laughs> items, I don't, whatever, how you, you have 200 characters. Yeah, if you can fit it in 200 characters or less, we'll call it a few. Yeah. And then it gives a couple examples of um, how to do that. You're, and that benefits you to put, you know, pick the items that are going to be, have the best keywords that are going to help you know, help you. Yeah, like if you're listing, like we use a camera example in here. Um, if you're listing a camera and a bag and the camera strap and um, a lens cover, you're not going to put lens cover bundle. You know, you want the it's to be a camera bundle. You know, the most important thing. And um, should we talk about the title of the brand name? There's a little bit of a gray area there when it comes to Amazon and UPC codes and all that. Go ahead. So it says that you're supposed to put the brand name of the most expensive product in your title, okay? If you do that, however, uh, you are supposed to have a UPC code that matches that brand name, or you have to get a GTIN exemption through Amazon. Um, If you leave the brand name out of the title but put it in your description and in your bullet points, then you're not having to have that UPC hassle. You can use the UPC that you've already um, used. It's up to you how you want to proceed. This is your business. Um, I've tried it both ways. I have not been been very successful by putting the title or the brand names in my title. It just causes a lot of um, additional work and issues. Um, Try it. See what works best for you. My brand names always go in the bullet points and description. 
Okay. So then that second part of the bundle includes many items. List the primary and secondary items in the title along with the total number of items in the bundle. I feel like we're being redundant. In these cases, the entire bundle component information must be listed in the bullet points within the bundle details. So you're going to, whatever doesn't fit, what are you going to do with it? Bullet in the, right, yep, in the um, bullet points in the details, okay? And it gives another example. The rest of this, guys, this is super um, self-explanatory. I think we'll go real quick, and then let's get into the fun part where we can show you guys some examples and questions, because there's always questions, especially related to bundling. Right. So on that last page, page three, um, bundle product details and images, number one, feature bullet one in the detail page for your bundle must state that the product is a bundle of X number of items, and it must identify the products in the bundle. You've got to say somewhere in there in the, in the bullet points, in the bullet point number one, what, you're, what, what is in there. That benefits yeah. you. <laughs> you know, you want people to know what, what they're buying. You don't yes, want to cause yeah. confusion. It's kind of like a table of contents. Some people really go. just want to look, look at it real quick and see exactly what's there. So the, bundle, or the bullet points um, serve that purpose. Okay, and then the description in the detail page for your bundle also must state that the product is a bundle. Now we also, where else did we put that? In the title, yep, right. okay. And must also identify the products in the bundle in the description with appropriate designators such as model number, color, size, whatever it is that you, the information that's um, available to you, you need to include in the description. And then finally, the main image for the bundle listing must include the specific products in the bundle, okay? And must not include any items that are excluded from the bundle. So it, you know that. Your first image, your hero image for your listing has to be exactly what they're getting, the whole enchilada of what they're getting. Right. Um, images of representative or similar products are not permitted. It needs to be what they're getting, right? Basically, right. guys, Amazon is trying... Sometimes it feels like maybe we're trying to be, they're trying to confuse the sellers, but they're really not. They're trying to make it so that their customers are not confused and right. they have a really good customer experience. Mm -hmm. And if we follow their rules, they're going to honor that. You know, that's what, um, it's just how you play well together, <laughs> right? Exactly. Is there anything you wanted to add to this no, part? No, just... Um, like, for example, if you've got five items in your bundle and you decide it's hard to take a picture of it, so you put them all in this basket just so that they'll all stand up, that basket better be part of your bundle if it's in the picture. You can't use um, props or anything in that main image. It should show everything that's in there without any additional items. And there are ways you can do that. If you have questions about it later, you can, you can ask me about how to get multiple items into your pictures and still make them look good. <laughs> multiple levels, uh, laying them flat, aerial type pictures. We'll go there later. <laughs> I haven't ooh, shown you this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. We have stuff now. So we, we have, have examples. examples. Are there any questions right now? Do you guys, are you sleeping? <laughs> there is. Um, okay. Um, let's do just, like, can we just do a few questions? We want to do some examples, and then we'll do more questions. Is that okay? So, um, yeah. Thanks. You're going to have a microphone. There you go. If you get the microphone, you get to speak. Okay, thank you. A <laughs> um, couple things. You said each item had to have a UPC. Mm -hmm. Do we list them somewhere? I record mine in a spreadsheet for my own use, 
That way, if Amazon ever comes back to me and said, these bundle components need a UPC, what is it? I can say, oh, here it is. This is what this is. This is what this is. And I can just spit it out to them. But, but it, other than that, there's no doesn't. place okay. to enter them in your in, okay. in Amazon. Okay. Yeah. And is a bundle only three or more? Can a bundle be two? Yeah, mm-hmm. bundle can be two. Okay. Whatever you define a few as, no. <laughs> it's two or more. Okay, two and the, more. the brand name and the title, I understood that Amazon was taking the brand and putting it first, and that was a requirement. They're rolling that out. Different categories seem to be okay. doing that more often. Um, it's not 100% across the board yet. We're not sure if they're going to continue it. We're okay. not going to sure if they're going to... Um, max it out and do it with everybody. We're just not sure. You're right that it is happening more often. Okay. All right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do one more. And then guys, write your questions down. We're happy to hit them, but um, I want to show you what I have in the box. <laughs> Hopefully this is just a quick one. Um, third paragraph under general bundle policy, it refers to the referral fee for the primary products category. Mm-hmm. What is the referral fee? That's the um, the like the, the Amazon fee that you would pay. Uh, how, how to describe it? If you were selling a coffee maker, you know you've got that typical Amazon fee that you pay. That's what that is. It just oh, it just applies. They're just getting. It's called, they're, they're saying that this is one unit, and so there's one. Referral fee, as opposed okay. to a referral fee for each individual component. Okay, does awesome. that make sense? Thank you. Okay, because it's one listing, so otherwise it would be three right. listings, right? Okay. This looks so interesting. I'm so proud of you. I love these um, presentation boxes, a uh, document boxes for putting together bundles. Doesn't that this look nice? This is not mine. This is my parents. Um, but oh. I'm like, oh, you have some great bundles. Can I that they've had over the years? So this is. Um, I don't think they have any of these up anymore, but it's a grill mat, barbecue, and a box. Now, this was their testing box, and they just, you see this is just a box, okay? They didn't go and get it all fancy. They put a sticker on it. It's kind of rustic looking. And if you open it up, which is really fun to do when you have a mic in your phone, your phone, in your hand. Dun, dun, dun. There we go. So the presentation's kind of cool, but it is a barbecue grilling mat, some skewers, a electronic barbecue thermometer, and you want to pull out what's underneath. The, do you see it? If I can't hear, brush them. Here, I'll hold up. this. I got okay. It. Ooh, uh-huh. ooh, I'm impressed. They did. They did. They, they did. did. It right. This was their first KDP book that they put up, and they were so surprised that these were selling before the bundle sold. Actually, <laughs> Isn't that this awesome? is cool. Sorry. Yeah, we'll it is it cool. Anymore. It's the Adventure of Grill Mat Barbecuing is the name of the book. And so they just, they did that through KDP. Cost a couple bucks for them to do that. My mom's a little bit of a perfectionist. So it, this is a great example. But, um, you know, if you guys have taken, go ahead. If you've taken the course, then you, um, one of the things we talk about is how to bundle with KDP. I talked about it a little bit on the first day too. Um, but this is a bundle. Each item in here, I don't know if you want to pull it. I'll hold it. And you can, oh, you mean, you you can pull it out. Dana White? Okay. Yeah. So we got the book. That has a, it doesn't have a UPC. It has an ISBN. Okay. Right. So Simple I remember thing. every item inside a bundle has to have a UPC. Otherwise, it's considered generic. That is a grilling mat. And I don't, I know they have UPCs, <laughs> but it's not on it. Right? It doesn't have to be on right. the product. You just have to have it 
associated with it in your own, because you're called on it. Nice that, thermometer. A grilling thermometer, electronic thermometer. Okay, so this bundle, I don't know what it costs them. Not much. We're talking like maybe these the skewers and the mat were maybe a buck. And then I think the... Um, the thermometer, I don't know if wholesale, it was like probably two or three, three bucks. bucks. And then the book, another two or three dollars. So what's that? Let's two. say five, six, seven or eight dollars for the bundle. I would, and they could sell this for 25, 30 bucks. I was going to say 24.99 all yep. day long. Okay. And if somebody jumped on this, what would they have to do? They'd have to buy their book because they have to create the exact same bundle. Yep. And their packaging is kind of a part, I think it's a part of their presentation. So when they did their pictures, they had the box and the packaging in the main one. That's part of what they're getting, right? Mm -hmm. And then they laid out the other items in the main picture. Okay, so remember, for other people to get on that listing, they have to have the exact item. Okay, I have another example, only I didn't open it at a time, which I really should have. Me too. Sure. I will throw chocolate while you open that one. This was a um, Christmas bundle. And at least if you want to talk about it, you can. Um, I don't know what's in it. Yep. Let's see. Well, you can look. It's like Christmas. <laughs> it's a Christmas bundle. Oh, I see. Oh. I see a really cute dog thing I in think here. there's a gold star in this. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, this is super cute. I didn't see the back. I'm sorry. I could tell what? I could tell what the front item was, the cute little doggy stocking, but I didn't see the back. So this is a Christmas bundle. It's a adorable little dog stocking. And then, oops, thank you very much. Um, Got some tennis balls to put in the stocking. And this is an insert that is um, Christmas pet safety guidelines. It's a piece of paper. So anybody can find these. I think this might even be a, yep, Dollar Tree or Oriental Trading, something, you know, easy to find and then the check it, okay? Um, but this, you add a 10 um, guidelines for pet safety on the back here. You've just made your bundle uncopyable. That's a copyrighted item. Cost you about a penny to put in there. It needs a UPC. Yep. Okay. Remember, every item in your bundle. Otherwise, it's a kit. Which it could be. You could call it a kit, but I'd rather protect it. I'd just rather put a UPC on the back of mine. Yep. And then, again, nobody can copy that. It's a, if you create something written, it's copyrighted to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, it, it didn't cost hardly anything, but you protected your bundle, made it unique, and also added a lot of perceived value. I want to know how to keep my pet safe during Christmas. If I'm going to go to the uh, effort of buying my pet a present... I want to make sure they're safe as well. Well, and this makes me think that the items I'm getting are safe, right? If they're concerned about, I mean, maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but that as a perceived, (laughs) it's perceived value, right? It's a perceived value. So how much do you think this costs to print? Maybe 33 cents, maybe 10 cents even. Okay, it depends on how many you get, right? And how much value do you think this added to the listing? Five bucks at least. Yeah, I was going to say three to five, but even so, five bucks, even if it was three, even if it was $2 more, what's your investment? I mean, that's awesome to anything you can put in there to increase that perceived value. But, and not only that, but then you're also um, having that unique, making it completely unique to you. That's, um, 
gold right there. So those are the two examples that I brought. And, and I think I ruined your bag. Just, I'm sorry. It's fine. Just put those okay. on the floor too. We're good. All right. So I, where are we at? Um, I forget. Where are we going till? Till four. Before. Okay. So we have a few minutes to, I know you guys, a lot of you have questions. So maybe we can hit the questions unless there, is there something else you wanted to? No, I'm happy to answer questions. Uh-huh, they want more chocolate. Oh, more chocolate. Okay. Here's some more gold. Ready? Whoops. I would do overhand, but you really don't want me to. Watch the computers and the coffee. (laughs) Okay, let's do some questions. Yeah. Okay, so you said that you have to add a UPC to that paper. How do you just add a UPC to the paper? Um, You uh, can buy UPC codes directly from approved sources. Uh, The one that I use and highly recommend is called Nationwide Barcode. It's all one word, nationwide barcode, singular. And they uh, they cost anywhere. If they're not on sale, you can get the uh, 100 for about $70. If they are, are on sale, you can get 100 for like $35. You don't have to buy 100. You could buy 10. You could buy 25. But um, you buy those codes, and then they send you uh, like a spreadsheet with those numbers in it. You add that number to the uh, listing. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're actually actually had, had a print. Do you want it to print on the back? You actually don't have to have it printed on the back, do oh, they? You don't even have to put it on there. You just need to have the number. You're and, right. You have, um, you have to assign the number, but you don't have to put it anywhere right. because it. You'd have covered it up anyway with a blank sticker if it was actually on the product. Right. That you don't want the yeah. So every UPC code in your bundle. Okay, every product has to have a UPC code, right? But then those UPC codes have to be covered. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. But um, if you don't have a, if you have a product that doesn't have a UPC code, you buy them from um, Nation, I always forget the name of it. Nationwide Barcode. Nationwide Barcode. And, and so then you buy, you buy one, let's say you buy one UPC code from them. They send you the barcode and the number. All you need is that number because you're not printing it out. And you just right. want to save that in a spreadsheet or something. It relates to, you know, the, the guidelines product, that, that piece of paper, always. So every one of those you print, it's the same UPC number. You don't have to get a UPC code for every item, that you're shipping in, just... Right. It's, so if you were sending in 10 of these doggy um, Christmas bundles, um, it's all the same UPC code for every single one. You each, right. It's not each unit that needs a different UPC code. Does that, that make UPC sense? code uh, is attached to that item or that bundle, whether you send in one or you send in 10,000. It, it doesn't matter. The UPC code has been assigned to that exact bundle. I'm sorry? Yes, and the individual products. Right. No. Yeah. On yes. the products, they have to be covered. So you just create, just to, I mean, it's like, okay, why are they asking, I, you're all wondering this, why are they asking for a UPC code on every item when you don't even put it on the product, you know, or, or even on the bundle itself? We um, have no idea. That's kind of, I don't know why. We don't, maybe we don't ask why. But we know that that is what's required, so let's track it in case we're ever called on it, right? Because we want to be playing by their rules and put it in a spreadsheet. 
So every time this UPC code is, is this, what I bought here, this is going to refer to this bundle every time. Right. Okay, so the question I have is, Where? I, I'm right here. <laughs> right here. Okay. So the question I have is, I did purchase some UPCs from Nationwide, mm -hmm. and I tried to use those on my bundles, and I have had so much of an issue with those. And I have, I have a lot of bundles, actually, that we are creating, and so now I have a you know, a room full of bundles that I couldn't use my UPCs for. And is there any reason to that? I mean, I, I have applied for GTIN exemptions now for a bunch of them just so that I don't have to worry about that. But, and I didn't purchase a lot of barcodes because I wanted to test them first, but what's happening there? A lot of it has to do with the way you're creating your listing. Uh, remember when I told you there's a gray area. If you put the brand name in the title, the UPC code doesn't match, and then you're going to run into that. And you think, okay, so this UPC code doesn't work. It's not that it doesn't work. It's that it doesn't match the brand name. Um, I use my own brand as the brand for all of my bundles, and here's why. I have created a unit. My company... Put this together, it is my unit, so that is my brand. Now, for the manufacturers of the bundle, uh, we used to use the words um, various or multiple. Can't use those anymore. So the word several works great Get us a because there are, <laughs> there are different manufacturers. I didn't make the components. I just made the bundle. It's like a gift basket. Yeah. I don't think no, I didn't register anything. Okay. I don't need to. So how do you use, but it's okay to use, it's not. It'll be on right now. Keep going. Oh, okay. Okay. But, uh, so I'm, I'm able to use like our, like our brand, even though it's not trademarked or... Right, it's even not though you don't have brand registry with Amazon and you don't have it trademarked, that's okay. okay. Um, I figure mine's protected because I have an LLC uh, through my state, my right. business yeah. license, so whatever way, your yeah. state calls it. And so I'm a legitimate recognized business by somewhere, you know, that's official okay. uh, so that yeah, I can use my brand. If you're an individual, there might be, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, we have an LLC. So, I mean, so that works, but I know that we can use that. And then we can put our uh, our brand or our name under, you know, under the brand, and that UPC will still work for that? I've it never should. had it not work. Okay. There's, things change every day. Okay. You know, Amazon's always mixing it up and changing things, and uh, as of right this minute, okay. <laughs> that, that works. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, I have two questions. I've tried to do bundles before, and it always asks for a part number. And my stuff doesn't ever have a part number, and it won't let you bypass that. Make one up. So just make up anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. And my next question is, when you're talking about the UPCs, I get confused. You said, I know that we don't have to, like, print it and stick it on the thing, but so if we have three items in the bundle, and... Is it that fourth UPC that we haven't assigned to anything that we put in the listing? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Thanks. Yep. It's, the, it's the unit as a whole that you are listing. 
right. you need to have, um, you, you still need to track that on your own. And track the individual components, UPCs as well. Hi. Hello. Uh, um, when choosing an item for a bundle or choosing a bundle idea, what do you use to um, kind of validate that? Do you have like certain criteria you want it to meet or do you just kind of pick something that you know is selling just well and add pick things? something. It doesn't, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Shh>, no. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we definitely have a process. Um, do we have time to go into that a little bit? Sure. Let's, let's go into that just for a minute. Okay. okay. So we, um, you know, we... I don't know what other sessions you've been in, but I talk a lot about, Ryan talks a lot about this. Um, we want to be not just choosing things out of a hat. You know, We want to have some level of validation for sure so that we have a starting point, right? We don't want to be just guessing. We want to make an educated guess, I guess, and then test it out, okay? That still doesn't prove it because um, we're basing that information, that validation on other people's listings. We're just trying to get an idea. Is there a space in the market for this bundle? So um, we have a two-step. You know, I've been doing, I've done two other ones. So I'm going to, do you remember what they are? Because I'm going to have steps. to go back. Yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the first thing that we are looking for is sales velocity. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that, uh, well, we use software like either Jungle Scout or Scope um, and their keyword, their keyword tool. We look at the top 10 results that come up for whatever keyword we've entered. We want to see at least 750 units being sold amongst those top 10. They don't each have 750. You know, number one could have 40 sales a month. Number two could have 400 sales a month. As long as those top 10 equal at least 750 sales per month, that we consider is enough sales volume that there's room for us in the marketplace. Yep. And then the second thing is the re number of reviews that the products have. We want at least three of those top 10 results to have less than 50 reviews. Because that tells us there's very, you know, the, the competition is less and our keywords are gonna cost us less. So we've got high velocity, lower competition, and then we know that it's something worth testing. Right, so um, that might sound familiar to some of you guys if you were in the private label session right before. It's the same competition and demand criteria for a bundle, okay? 750 sales per month out of those first 10 listings that come up when you do a search, that tells you there's um, enough demand, like Lisa was saying. And then we look at the reviews. We want to see in those first 10 that three or four have less than 50 reviews. That tells us that it's not too competitive. Okay. The other thing I wanted to just mention was that um, if you're, you know, where do you get bundling ideas? Okay, and just to throw this out there, you can get bundling ideas. Look at reviews on products. There was a product that um, a few years ago we were doing a little small group workshop thing, and we found we went down this rabbit trail on car storage um, solutions, trunk storage, and we ended up on like the back, um, the storage that goes in the back of a seat of a car seat, like a driver's seat, you know, so it has all the pockets. And in the reviews, it said um, that. They wanted, they wish it had an, a way to extend the straps that went around the seat for larger cars. All they needed to do was bundle that with another strap that connected to it to make it so that it could extend. That was the main pain point for customers was it wasn't large enough to fit around. And so what was funny was you scroll down 
if you scroll down on the listing for those, um, the storage, whatever, the pocket things, whatever they're called, I can't think anymore. Um, Car seat organizer. Thank you. Amazing. So um, if you scroll down about halfway, it'll say, Amazon will say, frequently bought together. And it had that. And guess what was frequently bought with that? It was the strap. strap. Okay. And there was no bundle already created for that. That might be something to look into, okay? So if you want, are looking for ideas, maybe you have a product that you're interested, you have um, a good, good access to it, it's a good source for you. And um, oh, and the other thing with validating, only one product in your bundle has to pass those two, that two-step. Okay, right. So maybe you have that one product, but the price point's too low, it's not profitable, so you want to bundle it. That product passes that two-step test. Go to that product um, and maybe look at a few of them on Amazon already, look at the reviews. Go to the low reviews. Like, why are people giving this, the people who gave it a one star, what are they saying? What are they complaining about? Okay, that will give you ideas for what you can bundle with it. And then also look at what's frequently bought together. Amazon tells you this. And then that also gives you a little idea of what the price should be. So it might say like this, um, the, what's it called? The car? The cars, uh, car seat organizer. Okay. And the strap, it might, that, that organizer, maybe that was selling for 20 and the strap was selling for five. You could sell those, it, Amazon will say, buy them together for 25. Well, for the convenience of having them in a bundle, you can add probably 20%, 30, eh, 20, 25%. I, I, yeah, at least 20%. Yeah. So you could sell that for not, not 25, but 30 to $32, $33 as a bundle. So you get right. the less fees, like Lisa's yeah. favorite thing. And you can charge more. Right. Okay. People don't want to necessarily imagine a party. You got a little kids' party to back, uh, to attend or to, to buy for. They don't want to go. Okay, I'm going to pick plates. There's a listing here. Uh, Silverware is a listing over here. Well, that's only forks. Okay, where's the spoons? You know, they don't want to deal with the hassle. They want you to go. Uh, Eight year old birthday party. Oh my gosh, there's everything. Party hats, party plates. You know, streamers. Boom, done. And they're willing to pay a premium to have it be convenient. And it's also, if you have more components you have, the harder it is for anybody to copy your bundle. And the, um, the, again, the higher price point you can get. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.